Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson running for his fifth term. Well, you must be doing something right, Sheriff. They put you in four times before. You want a fifth term now? I do. Right. I do. Sometimes we hear about you as a possible congressional candidate. Is there something higher you're looking for? You know, there's not, Gene. People have been asking me to do that for years, but I didn't want to be part of a broken system and what I consider to be a cesspool of getting nothing done you know, sort of immersed in all politics and not the people's agenda. As a sheriff, I can get involved at the grassroots level to now, deal with real issues. Your fellow Republican, Charlie Baker, just vetoed uh, driver's licenses for illegal immigrants, but the legislature overrode him. I take it you think that was a bad move on the part of the lawmakers. It was a really bad move, and what they did was they now took away a tool that law enforcement had where before we could pick up stop someone if they had no driver's license, it gave us a chance to dig in deeper. And remember, the 9-11 hijackers, the 19 of them, had over had 30 uh, illegal IDs in their possession. Mm -hmm. Well, this is your area because you've gone down. You've been down to the border many times. You're a big Trump supporter, by the way. We'll get that into that in a second. But you've been down to the border, so you this, you see this as very dangerous. Well, how is that that the majority of the legislature sees it just 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 the opposite? Well, therein lies the problem, not just here in Massachusetts, but these legislators who are finding ways to get more votes and appeal to the immigrant community. Mm -hmm is really the problem. They're, they're focused on politics, not on the, the public safety concerns of the people that elected them and they swore through their oath to protect. Right, now they would say, well, everybody has to drive. And if you get a driver's license, that means you learn the rules of the road here. So it's better. No, actually it's not. And, and, and the truth is they can get the driver's licenses if they come here, if they aren't lawbreakers and violate the law, that exists in our country where you, the five million around the world that are waiting their turn mm -hmm. are respecting the laws of the United States, going through the process. When they go to get their license, they have to have all the, the American IDs mm -hmm. that they need. These people are coming in illegally and the legislature is saying, you pay no attention to this. We're going to pick and choose what group follows the law and which ones don't. Right. It's fundamentally wrong and it doesn't make the road safer. The, that's, those are red herrings that they've been using for a long time. Right. I don't want to dwell on it, but they <coughs> said, well, they're here, and they're going to be driving to work anyway. And they're not legal. You're right about that, but it'll be better for all of us. So just take that, then we're going to move on to other topics. Well, the only thing I would say is they, they also used insurance. As, as, uh, they'll have insurance, and therefore, yeah. but the truth of the matter is they don't have jobs. How are they going to pay for their insurance? This is, these are all red herrings to try well, to... Well, they, hold on, they work. A lot of them work on, under, under the table, and they pay into Social Security and taxes, too. You know that. Right, yeah, but so working work. under the they, table, too, fact, is I, I would say most of them work. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say most of them. Uh, I wouldn't say most of them. Uh, but I would say that there are a number of them that do. Yeah. But, again, therein lies a whole other problem of working under the table uh, with regards to what should be done and people being responsible, paying right. taxes and doing the thing they should do. Well, some of them eventually they come to see you and, and so do American okay. citizens. You've got plenty of regular American citizens in your lockup. And the rap on you has been that you're too tough, <laughs> that you, you push it and you cross the line and uh, you're a little close. Who was that famous sheriff out in Arizona? Oh, Sheriff Arpaio, who yeah, was originally from Massachusetts. A, a, you're a little closer to him than comfort uh, of the people here in Massachusetts. You say, well, by the way, I'm not breaking news. You know this. Yeah, of yeah. course. I've known that for a long time. But, you know, when I took over, Sheriff, I said, listen, my job is not to punish the inmates. My job is to make sure while they're with us they're not hanging out, watching TV, playing cards, lifting weights, mm -hmm. because that's all they would know before they came there. I need to make sure that they're focused on the alternatives, which is getting their GED, getting into um, substance abuse programming, mm -hmm. doing the things that are going to help them leave and not victimize people and not come back. So uh, I've been doing it for 25 years. Yep. I think the public recognizes 
that for a long time the prisons were failing them because people were coming in and going back out the same way they came in. Well, I, I can't deny they put you in time and time again. And, and your stance and what you believe in your philosophy was on display the first time you, you ran. So you're not surprising anybody. No, not uh, at all. Uh, your, your opponent, uh, Democrat Mayor Paul Hero, uh, he says you're disingenuous about efforts to reduce offending. That you talk a good game, but they come back and see you. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, he, he was a state rep for two terms. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that he's, he's never visited our facility. He's never filed legislation to suggest we were doing anything wrong. The truth of the matter is I have as many, if not more, programs than any sheriff in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. We have great success. We just had a, uh, a tractor truck simulator that we're, we're using mm -hmm. to teach people how to drive tractor trailers. We partner with an outside agency. And these people leave jail, get a, a, a job where they won't be staying in their community. They'll be, they'll be going all over the country with jobs that are going to pay him 50, 60 grand. These are things that we're doing all the time. So you're saying you're dismissing that just politics? Oh, absolutely it is. There's no question about it. He doesn't have any understanding uh, of what actually goes on there. He, doesn't, he couldn't tell you what our programs are. All right, let's move to, uh, well, let, I can't leave you without mentioning President Trump because you visit him at Mar-a-Lago and you've been with him a lot. You're a big, big supporter. You voted for him twice. I, I, I know that. Uh, now that things have kind of turned against him, though, we just had that hearing the other night. We're taping on a Friday. Thursday night was the big hearing where it, it, it apparently showed him to be behaving terribly. Uh, watching it on television for four, for four hours before making any move and even saying maybe they're right about hanging pants. Does this knock your support a little bit back for Trump? Actually, no. Uh, this, this, what's happened is, and if, if you look at this whole hearing, uh, Speaker Pelosi, he, he recommended that there be protection there two days before that they, they I think it was uh, 20,000 National Guards people be there because he was getting wind that there was a problem. He took proactive steps to make sure nothing happened. Nancy Pelosi, who was in charge of doing that, said, no, you can't. We're not going to have that. I don't like the optics don't of like it. like the optics, yeah. So, you know, it isn't about your politics. It's about whether or not you're going to protect the people. And when I worked with, with the president down in Washington and brought other sheriffs there, the great thing about President Trump was he drilled into the real issues, brought the people who had their boots on the ground, whether it was, it was medical or whether it was uh, law enforcement, because he wanted to know when he created the policy, that it was going to benefit directly back to the people, not filter it through some political uh, filter yeah. that would water it down. And he was like that all the way through. So despite all the mixed bag, you're still with him? Absolutely. He, he's, a, he's fundamentally a policy person that cared about America, not about everybody else. And the politicians didn't like it because it was disrupting the game they've been playing for a long time on both sides right. of the aisle. Now, here in Rhode Island, we've got a congressional race, and one of the candidates, a Republican, had a MAGA hat on, and the Democrat pounced on that right out of the box. They think they can go after you on that kind of support for Trump. And they can. Is there a picture of you with a MAGA hat? I, I, not I that, imagine I, it must be somewhere. Not that I know, but there's plenty of me uh, sitting at the, at the uh, conference table with President yeah. Trump along with other law enforcement people and, and members of his uh, administration. And I don't, I don't apologize for that because when I can get the opportunity to go down, regardless of what president it is, and they're going to listen to what matters to make mm -hmm. the people in my community safer, I'm there all day long. Just a quick one. Uh, We've got about a minute left. Uh, your state was first uh, among the neighbors here to go with legalizing marijuana. Uh, good thing or bad thing? Because we just did it in Rhode Island. Yeah, from my perspective, it's a bad thing. Uh, you know, again, we're back into contradicting the existing laws. And why isn't the federal government saying that they want to make it legal? It's still a violation of federal law. So you're sending mixed messages to people. And we all, we in, in the corrections business know that marijuana is the gateway drug to all the other drugs. And look at the fentanyl pouring into this country. Why would we start to introduce anything, any drugs? They're not going to improve your life in any way. What's the benefit? other than revenues and, and sort of saying, well, everybody does it, so let's just let everybody do it legally. 
it's it's not a good thing to do. It um, it violates federal law. Have you I, seen I any any connection between legalizing marijuana in Massachusetts and more more guests in your house, your house of detention? Well, I would tell you the the drug problem uh, is probably eighty yeah. percent of the people in our facility have drug related issues, and probably. 75, 80 percent of them will tell you I started with marijuana. The inmates themselves, we don't talk to the people who are impacted by it. Uh, many of them will say, don't keep giving me methadone. That doesn't help me. I need people to give me opportunities and direct me in the right place through counseling things. I don't need methadone. That's just a, a substitute crutch. With just 30 seconds, I'm going to let you go after your opponent because he'll have equal time. The Democrats defund the police. Are you going to whack him on that? He's not particularly for it, but that's his party. Yeah, 30 I, seconds. I, I, it's absolutely wrong. Uh, and and I won't, I'll wait and see who emerges because there's three in their primary. Okay. I'll wait and see who emerges and then we'll deal with whatever issues uh, come our way and whatever criticisms are there and let the people decide in the end. Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson wants another term. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Gene. Great Appreciate to be it. here.